This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I want you to know that the mothership has... It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the market. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the, the, the mothership. Let's come aboard. Happy Monday to you, North America. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour black coal block party. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Santa Fe to Savannah, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo Way are on the air. They listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. Good show lined up for you coming your way in hour number three. Two hours from now, we begin our march towards college football's kickoff. Phil Steele has authored the go-to Bible on college football previews each and every year for a number of years. The Phil Steele college football preview issue is available now, and people are buzzing about it. And so we're going to have Phil join us here on the program coming up top of Hour 3, so that is two hours from now. We'll start talking a little college football with Phil as we kick off the March to college football season this week. Big 12 media days as well, and so we'll track down some coaches and players from the Big 12 Conference. Interesting year for the Big 12 since Texas and Oklahoma are still in it while they also add the four new schools, one last year for the Sooners and Longhorns. So that'll be our week in college football amongst, I'm sure, other things that happen. Also, it's a momentous Monday coming up in 40 minutes. And before that, in 20 minutes, the latest on Damian Lillard. We begin, though, with the NFL. And our friend Will Brinson made some waves over the weekend. You see, Will, who works for CBS Sports covering the NFL, broke down his quarterbacks into tears. Now, this is a classic summer gadget. If you're writing about the NFL and you've got nothing really to write about, camps haven't opened up yet, rosters are largely set, how many previews can you do of the same teams, how many times can you talk about the same storylines? And so, this is a good trick of the trade, rankings, let's rank things, let's tier them. So I love Will, and Will broke down his NFL 
quarterback rankings into tiers, as I mentioned. And the tier, the story that is getting the most attention is Kyler Murray's place on the list. Now, with this, Kyler Murray, of course, is out with an ACL tear. And we don't know when he's going to be back. And amongst this quarterback tier, he was in the sixth tier. One above the last tier. He was in a tier with guys like Baker Mayfield. And so the question becomes, is that far too low? Many on the interwebs thought so. I'm not on Twitter or Facebook right now. But most notably, Kyler Murray weighed in. And on social media, embraced the hate. And so this created quite the firestorm on social media. That Kyler Murray may be ranked too low. Kyler Murray loves the challenge. Laughable that you would put Kyler Murray in the same category as some of the chumps of the NFL starting quarterback fraternity. And so what to believe. And I would say I'm not even sure that Kyler Murray ranked that low as the most interesting part of these quarterback rankings. What is? It is where we begin. You're cold open. An empty set for Murray on third down and six at the LA 34. Chargers showing blitz. They back off. Murray back to pass. Flag down. Pass over the middle. Caught at the 20 and a broken tackle. Hop is loose at the 10, at the 5, and into the end zone for the touchdown. This will likely stand. It looked like the Chargers were offside. Again, Murray getting rid of it quickly, being decisive, and letting his playmaker do the rest. A 34-yard catch and run for a score by Hop. I love my boy Chris Trapasso, but he tweeted out um, the image of the tears, but yeah. didn't include the names of the tears. And so Correct. people are like, you have Kyler Murray uh, in the sixth tier. And I'm like, yes, that, that doesn't make sense if Kyler's healthy and the Cardinals aren't tanking. But... Since they are, I I think, and and Kyler's not healthy, oh, and Kyler's 100%. seen the list now, and so Kyler's at me. So if Kyler plays well this year, it's on. It's it's going to be a dunk fest I mean, on me. If he plays this year, we don't see. That's what I'm saying. That's plays. why he's in. That's why he's. That's why he's in tier six. Like I have no clue if he plays. I think he sits all year and they take for Caleb Williams. Here's Murray. He takes off and stumbles. Brought down at the 44 as he picks up three, and after going down awkwardly. He can't get up. I thought when he went down, Joe, it didn't look to me like he tripped as much as just something went out on him. And maybe that right leg just as he plants. Well, this was the scene just a moment ago. As they brought the cart out, Kyler Murray had to get on. The frustration, the heartbreak. Players from both sides coming up to him and Third play from scrimmage. Tough to see. As of this week, what's the status for Kyler come training game for We'll see. Long way to go, Josh. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's five or six weeks until we start, I think, or five and a half or whatever it is. But we'll take it day by day, and he's doing a good job improving his game every day. Um, in the training room, in the meeting rooms. He's out there. He's another one like Buddha. He asks a lot of questions, which is good. He's engaged. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. 
It's your cold open. All right, so what you heard there was the Cardinals radio network on Kyler's injury. That was Will Brinson defending his selection or his tears via the Pick 6 podcast from CBS Sports. You heard Bucket Aikman on ESPN and then new Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon. So what Will is talking about there is his tears are labeled and the label for the tier six is no clue, man. So that's his defense in that it's not that Kyler Murray is that terrible of a quarterback, but that it's we have no idea. And in that sense, it's defensible. The other guys on that list in that tier, Sam Howell, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, and Desmond Ritter. Now, I would say out of all of those guys, Kyler Murray clearly has the most upside, has the most potential, has actually done it before at a big level in the NFL, and does it deserve to be with Desmond Ritter, a washed Baker Mayfield, and Sam Howell, right? So that's that's understandable if you just kind of collect them as a whole, but what Will is saying there is, look, we don't know about any of those guys, and Kyler's in that boat because of the injury. Fine. I don't even really find that that interesting. Kyler saying basically that he embraces the hate. Kyler laughing off the list saying, quote, I love it. Look, you guys know I've got an issue with Kyler Murray's maturity. I think he's a guy that it's very difficult to get him to go to the next level from a commitment standpoint. I think Kyler has proven time and again that maybe he doesn't have the most professional demeanor. I think the fact that that organization had to work into his contract, more study time, more commitment suggests that even if they did retract that, there is that concern within those walls, like it or not. And Kyler can act like, you know, how dare you question me, but let's see it actually on the field instead of just yelling at Cliff Kingsbury or freelancing and being able to outrace or outrun the edge to the sideline, we've got to see it a little bit more consistently from him. And it's not just based on his success wouldn't just be based on the physical attributes. Fine. I think actually, though, the most interesting part of the quote tiers is this. The top tier, the best, the big three, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Not sure there's much to argue there. The second tier, guys who can join that group, Herbert, Lamar, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts. Okay. My interest is after the, quote, big three and could join them next year tiers. Tier three, intrigue with question marks. And this tier from a man will includes... Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Tua, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers. The reason this is interesting to me is look at that tier. These are all guys that are either close to being washed up, haven't really begun to become a star yet, or might be over with. Look at Russ. And there's Aaron Rodgers in that tier. Now, if the Jets 
acquired the equivalent of Daniel Jones or Russell Wilson or Matthew Stafford, that's not good enough. That is not good enough. And I'm not here just to pick apart somebody else's opinion. I'm here to ask this question. Is that the harsh reality for the Jets? That there's all these wonderful sonnets written about them being a Super Bowl contender and that Rodgers looks ripped and Rodgers brings the team and the organization to a different level. But if ostensibly the Jets traded for Matthew Stafford or they traded for Russell Wilson, this version of Russ, or they traded for Gasp, Daniel Jones, who's fine. He had a really good season last year, but I don't think Daniel Jones to the Jets would make anybody talk about Super Bowls. Well, then that, that is an exploding cigar. That can't be what Aaron Rodgers is this year. Because if Aaron Rodgers is a version of the last good year, maybe, of Matthew Stafford, or a version of Daniel Jones, who's good but not great, or a Russell Wilson who has to have a miracle to get his career back, That is not going to pay dividends with the Jets. And so I wonder if the reality of Rodgers and the Jets is much different than the the romanticism of it. That it's Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer. Because I've said this before, if you just look at last year's Packers season, they missed the playoffs And a lot of those games in which they lost, Rodgers also didn't play well. And people made excuses for him. Young wide receiving core at odds with the the pass, with the the scheme and the, the head coach. And at times, you know, maybe the defense didn't do their end of the bargain either. There were injuries. The offensive line wasn't good. There was all of these excuses made for Rodgers. But if the reality is that the New York Jets traded for the equivalent of what Justin Fields is today, that's not going to be good enough. That, to me, is the most interesting part about the tiers. Rodgers in the same tier as a washed-up Russell Wilson. Well, that's not good. 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. You know, in some ways, today is the first day of the rest of our lives. You see... Mraz is leaving the show at the end of next week. Now, this week, Mraz is on vacation. I believe this is one of those Great Wolf Lodge weeks. Is that right? Something like that, yeah. He likes to do the family vacation at one of those Great American water park indoor situations. And so I think that's where he is this well, Actually, it's Lake George. You're right. You're, you're, at, you're right. He's at the lake. He's on the lake with his family. Lake George is about four hours north of New York City or so. And so that's where I believe he is for the entire week. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. And so this week, no Mraz, and we begin to try to feel out our way post the dictator. And so I have mentioned this. That, of course, there's some in-house candidates that will be 
considered strongly for the position. You guys know the names. They're familiar to you. But I am also going to consider outside the building names. And so we have to try to collect some names, people that are interested. And it's very early in the process. I said, let the body's not even cold yet. Let's not force this. We'll be fine making our way through the summer. Summer's light on news anyway. We know what to do here. We've got an organization, an infrastructure that is strong enough to be able to just kind of take our time to to get this thing right. And so the bosses said, okay, we won't force anything. We won't speed up anything. Take your time. And so we haven't even collected an initial list of names outside the building. I think we might know the inside the building names. I don't think we know the outside the building names, though. And so if you are listening out there and you're like, you know what, damn it, I should be Mraz's replacement. I could do what he did. Well, I'm going to tell you, get ahead of the curve right now because by the end of this week, I think we'll have some of the external candidates identified, start scheduling some interviews, et cetera. But if you want to be ahead of the curve and you're listening right now and you're like, you know what, I've listened to this show for a long time. I know the show. I know I can work harder than Merez, and that's not a high bar to climb. I think I can be a good fit. And it doesn't mean you have to have the personality of Merez. It doesn't mean that you have to be a guy that doesn't know general world history, doesn't understand geography. That's not necessarily what we're looking for, in fact. Or spell. We might be looking for an upgrade in those categories. Who knows? I don't know. And you're and you're saying to yourself, I think I can do that, or I can bring something to the table This week, I promise this to you, I'm going to deliver this to you. We're going to have some open interview segments here on the show. If you feel like, you know what, I'd like to interview for the show. I'd like to interview for the job. We will do a preliminary round of interviews on air. So I've had a few people reach out to me already, listeners, Hit me up on Twitter. I said, email me, and I can give you the details. Now, I've had a few people email me already, and I gave them the rundown. In fact, one person I have given an actual time to today. Now, that person has not responded to me yet, so I haven't confirmed that. But we've got some things. So this is something that you'll be on the lookout for over the course of this week. Live, on-air, preliminary interviews for the job. And I'm not just going to throw you into the meat grinder, okay? I I am going to give you the questions I will ask. So, we want to set this up very professionally. It's not just fly fly by the seat of our pants time. That's right. Even though it it might sound that way. No. You're going to reach out to me. We'll exchange emails. We'll set up a time. Okay, we're going to do this very professionally. This is going to be like an on-air LinkedIn, okay? And then we'll start sifting through candidates. So if that's something of interest to you or somebody that you know, I would reach out to me or Pete, and we'll filter this thing through. Social media, obviously, we're available on. I will tell you that I check mostly Twitter and my Instagram DMs. I did open up a Threads account over the weekend. Week 
I guess it was last week when this whole thing went down. And so I, I'm there too. That might be a little easier for you because there's fewer people on that space. So I would probably be able to see your response sooner, but no guarantees. Find me. And you can email me as well. And we'll, we'll get this thing done. Now, it strikes me we already have a listener that wants to weigh in on the process. This is Jeff, who's in Pittsburgh this morning here on the DA Show. Jeff, good morning. Uh, good morning, DA. Wanted to jump to the front of the line, my friend. Oh. Looking forward to the opportunity. Okay, you would like to interview for the for the position. Yeah, I'm old school, though, DA. I, I filled out the paper application. Uh, I can do the Zoom interview, or I can do it right here live on the air. All right, well, we didn't set this thing up. I just went through a whole soliloquy about how I would set things up, give you the questions, but you know what? You can give me your elevator sales pitch right now. They say the elevator pitch is usually like you get like two minutes or like 60 seconds. you got to get somebody somebody's attention right off the bat, and so you can give me your elevator pitch. Okay. I can eat a lot of food, soil myself. I don't have a lot of talent, and I don't require a lot of money. Well... Okay, all those things those things sound good. Now, would you be able to relocate to New York? Uh, that's going to be tough, but I think I can do it. Uh, okay. I heard rent's high up there. Rent is high, but you don't have to live in the city. You can live in some of the surrounding areas. And so if you live out in New Jersey or some other areas, you might be able to find some affordable rent. In fact, Pat Boyle might be looking for a, a roommate as we speak, as long as you can... Stay quiet at night and sleep through maybe some bumping and banging in the next room. Uh, usually by the time I finish my left-handed cigarette at about 7 p.m., I'm no. out. Pat wouldn't have no problem. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. And you say you can eat a lot. Oh, I, I can eat. And I, oh, I, I meant to throw in there I'm a slob. Oh, you're a slob, too. Oh, perfect. Yes, I'm, I'm disgusting slob, a physical specimen. People would be ripping on me from from the word go. And, and just tell me an example of how slovenly you are. Well, 5'10", 285. <laughs> okay. So just wait. We should just take it from there to know that you're sloppy. Okay. All right. Well, Jeff in Pittsburgh, any closing remarks? Uh, just look forward to the opportunity. Of, uh, and I'll answer the phones, and I'll answer them uh on the second or third ring, DA. Wow. I'll work circles around anybody there. I'm a machine. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeff in Pittsburgh has thrown his hat into the ring. I don't think I can legally ask him his age. So I just have to <laughs> take a leap of faith there that Jeff is of an age that he can relocate and work commit to this. Now, that should be a source of inspiration for all of you out there that want to apply for this. That's right. I mean, get, I mean, pick up the phone. Get on the internet. If you don't know what the internet is, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. This is a good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And EJ, who we're big fans of around here, will be answering the phone today. And, and EJ, after the Jeff in Pittsburgh call, has to feel really good about his opportunity <laughs> Yeah, I'm not uh, not 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 losing any sleep over that. I'll be honest. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff, though. <laughs> now, my only question is, when I finish my left-handed cigarette, 
Is he literal? He's smoking a cigarette with his left hand, or is that a metaphor for something? Well, he said left-handed. I didn't know where we were going. I <laughs> yeah, got a little yeah. nervous. I, know. I was thinking, hoping Pete had the dump button ready. Left-handed cigarette. <laughs> Just don't do it in here. I, I, I don't know. What? Let's put Jeff in Pittsburgh on the list. Okay. The queue. Here's your phone number right now. Jeff is the leader in the clubhouse. Jeff in Pittsburgh. One of one. 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. When we come back here on the show, why the Damian Lillard conversation had me steaming during my week off. DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There aren't that many controllables you have in, in your life, right? One of them is, am I going to have that burger and six beers, or am I, am I going to eat some salmon? Burger, six beers. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Tim Capstraw. Burger, six beers, salmon. Burger, bears, bears, Battlestar Galactica. Welcome back, DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Good to be alive. Good to be back here on the airwaves after the week off. Spent the week with the in-laws in Narragansett, Rhode Island, where they live, which is kind of close to the water, close to the ocean, which is nice. Brought AJ up there. AJ is now closing it on seven weeks old. And would you like to know how many times we got to the beach over the course of seven days? I don't even think I saw the beach, let alone go to it. The picture. In fact, there were multiple days we never left the house. In fact, there were multiple days I'm not sure I saw the outside. (laughs) (laughs) What a week. (laughs) Vacation. Happy 4th. Vacation with a newborn is not quite vacation. It's more like work at a different place. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I had a lot of time to think about things. And the Damian Lillard stuff bothered me. By the way, you can listen to us on hundreds of affiliates nationwide. And then also <laughs> you can listen to us on Sirius XM channel 158. What I didn't like at all, and I should probably do this segment later on in the hour or later on in the show for our Portland listeners and our Pacific Northwest listeners that are really definitely not up this early at 3.33 a.m. Eastern time, 3.33 rather, Pacific time, 6.33 on the East Coast, but I'm going to do it anyway because I can't sit on this the entire day. How disrespected must Blazers fans feel? Now, is there a part of them as well that would like to see Damian Lillard be part of a winner? Probably. I think they would much prefer it to be in their own uniform. But I'm sure there's a, a segment of Blazers fans that say, hey, kind of like Lions fans watching Barry Sanders or Bruins fans watching Ray Bork, you'd like to see a classy individual that was loyal to the franchise, that was great for a number of years, finally wins something. So if he's got to do it somewhere else, so be it. But there's got to be an element of this to where Blazers fans are going, what did we do? Because as I'm sitting there on vacation, not at the beach, I'm saying to myself, the takes here are getting crazy. I saw one take that said how proud that person was that Damian Lillard finally spoke up. Well, what what do we assume was going on in Portland? That he was held against his will by a bunch of barbarians or monsters? Saying, no, you will not have happiness. We don't care what you want, Dame. You play for us. Here's some gruel. Damian Lillard was given a $400 million extension by which he agreed to. No, I'm not saying the Blazers have been a great franchise, but they did make the Western Conference Finals once with him. He was paired with C.J. McCollum for a long time in his prime, which was considered by and large a top Five backcourt in the NBA? Again, I realize the Blazers have not won anything of note, and I realize it feels like they are on a hamster wheel to nowhere, but where where did it start that Damian Lillard had to speak up for himself? I'm just proud that he finally said something. <laughs> what, what, what world is this? Damian Lillard wanted to be in Portland. He has said this time and time again. So there must be something that he liked about it. Okay? It's a pretty city. It's on the coast. It's got a relatively good climate. It rains a lot, but it's it's a very green city. It's a fun city. There's a ton of micro-brews. If you want to wear a beanie and a big beard, you fit in great over there. You can go hiking in the mountains. You can go on to the beach. I mean, like maybe there's something he really loved about Portland because it's a really nice place. And 
you know, when Clyde Drexler and Terry Porter are there, nobody's going, oh, my God, you guys got to get your way out of town. Oh, you, you guys got to go somewhere where they play real basketball. Bill Walton considers Portland to be the greatest time of his life. So maybe Damian Lillard felt those same vibes. And again, he signed contracts to be there. This wasn't against his will. So this idea that he had to finally stand up for himself. I think if you really like it somewhere and you want it to work, and you want to give patience, and oh, by the way, they're paying you a lot of money to be there so that there's a lot of reasons to stay, like 400 million reasons. What's the worst thing that could have happened to Damian Lillard? That he plays his entire career on a mediocre franchise and never wins a championship, and he's a Hall of Famer? Guess what? Earth to everybody. That happens all of the time. Like, that's most athletes' careers that there are, not most, but most Hall of Famer athletes' careers, they play a long time. They never win a championship. They play in good teams, not great teams. They're great, but only one team wins. That happens time and time and time again. Why do we have to act like, well, if that's your lot in life, you have to fight your way out of that? No, if he was happy, fine. Let Damian Lillard be happy. Now, he's not happy anymore. That's fine, too. If Lillard says, you know, I, I saw this thing through. Things didn't change. I feel like I got to move on. That's fine, too. But I saw this and said, what, what world is this? Damian Lillard actively stayed in Portland and said nice things about being there and I think genuinely likes it and liked it. Oh, what? Where did where did this new narrative that he, he had no backbone, he was too weak to ask for what he really wanted? I know what you really want, and you don't want to be there. Like, give me a break. Proud of Damian Lillard for finally saying something, for finally shooting his way out of town. I mean, how twisted priorities have become with how we view athletes and, I guess, just life in general? Bizarre to me. King Curtis says that I think Jeff in Pittsburgh saying left-handed cigarette is a classy way of saying a joint. He says, I don't know if you guys all drug test. Again, not all that important here. Well, yeah, some classiness to it, so. So I, that helps. That helps. Okay. Now, Pat Boyle's in for headline today's Bogish is out. Morning, DA. Good morning, Pat. And uh, you just nodded your head in agreement. Left-handed cigarette is a joint. Yeah, it's a good old-fashioned doobie. <laughs> okay. All right, so Jeff in Pittsburgh, what do you think, Pete? Plus or minus in that category? Uh, I, probably even. Okay, it's a neutral. Yeah, neutral. Even even what? That it doesn't affect him positively oh, okay, okay, okay. or negatively. Now, I did ask, since he was looking for potentially a, a place to stay, if he was your roommate, if he could keep it down at night. And he said basically <laughs> after he smokes his left-handed doobie, left-handed cigarette, that he's good. So yeah. He's, he's down for the night, so that helps you. Yeah, he can, yeah. Jeff in Pittsburgh can come along. <laughs> okay. Are you looking for a roommate? No. But he can sleep on the couch if he wants to pay rent. Do you have a roommate? I have two roommates and a dog. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Jeff in Pittsburgh, this, we might have something. Here. We do have a very big couch, though. Um, 
1,400 square feet, which is a decent amount of space. So, Jeff, uh, you want to sleep on the couch? You want to chip in and, you know, pay? You know, you wouldn't have a bed. So I would say half of what me and my two roommates each pay, Jeff in Pittsburgh can contribute that, and he can sleep on the couch and seems fair. One, smoke all the weed he wants. One bathroom? Two bathrooms. Two bathrooms? I share one with my other roommate because we have the two big bedrooms. And then the the gentleman, Greg, who has the smaller bedroom, he gets his own bathroom. So Jeff in Pittsburgh would have to share with him. Okay, so Jeff in Pittsburgh. So for ten thousand dollars, you can sleep on a dresser. <laughs> there you go. Things are looking up. Pat Boyle does have headlines. I do, DA, and we are we're sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Sponsored by Progressive. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit progressive.com. We start with baseball. Final day of the first half of the season yesterday in San Francisco. There was only one run in the game. Here it was. And he offers up the first pitch and hits a high drive. Left center field, out of here. That's right, Giants Radio, the call. J.D. Davis solo home run in the fourth inning proved to be the difference. Giants win the rubber game over the Rockies, one nothing. They head into the break as the final wild card team in the NL standings. In Minneapolis, the O's broke out the brooms as they punished the Twins fifteen to two for a three-game sweep. Anthony Santander with two home mm. runs. Austin Hayes with a home run. Aaron Hicks with a home run. Ramon Urias with a home run. And Adley Rutschman also all wow. went deep. That's five wins in a row now for Baltimore. They go into the break at 54-35. and 35. Oh, my! Things are cooking for the Nearly O's. Nearly 20 over at the All-Star break. Now is your buddy BK, Brian Kenny, who said he expects the O's to slow down, right? They don't show any signs of slowing down, man. Not yet. That lineup is stacked. Not yet. How about that? How about that? And the Mariners head home for the All-Star break. One game above 500. They beat the Astros yesterday 3-1 to take three out of four from the reigning World Series champions. Logan Gilbert, seven innings of one-run ball. Jared Kelenic with a big two-run double in the fourth, which proved to be the difference. Speaking of Seattle, home run derby tonight. All-Star game tomorrow at T-Mobile Park. One of the eight contestants in the derby is Seattle's own Julio Rodriguez. Mm. J-Rod, only 13 homers on the season, but if you remember from last year, he put on a show mm. launching 63 home runs in the first two rounds to take out Corey Seager and Pete Alonso before he lost in the final to Juan Soto. Uh, here is J-Rod who said, yeah, no chance I was missing the derby. That was a no-brainer. Like being at home and for the Mariners fans, it was a no-brainer for me. I feel like this is this probably will never happen again in my career, so uh, being able to do that for them I, I, at the home field definitely it definitely will be uh, something that I, I'm looking forward to. J-Rod once again matched up with Pete Alonso. Luis Robert of the White Sox squares off with Adley Rutschman. Mookie Betts, who set the Dodgers franchise record for most leadoff home runs in a season already. He's in the derby going against Vladdy Guerrero Jr. And the Rangers' Adelis Garcia will do with Tampa's Randy Rosarena. Hey! Uh, MLB draft last night as well. LSU's two studs who helped them win the Natty did indeed go number one and number two overall. The Pittsburgh Pirates hopefully have the race of the future. They took Paul Skeens at number one, and the Nationals then took the Golden Spikes Award winner, outfielder Dylan Cruz, at two. Uh, Wimbledon, men's and women's fourth round finishing up today on the men's side. World number two and 23-time Grand Slam champion Novak Djokovic will be resuming his match from yesterday with Hubert Hurkacz. Joker won the first two sets each in a tiebreak. Uh, world number one, Carlos Alcaraz, also in action. He's playing the Italian Matteo Berrettini. And in an hour from now, the last remaining American man in the draw is a major surprise. Atlanta native Chris Eubanks takes on world number five. And, D.A., I would say this is your favorite name in tennis. Do you know who that would be? No. Stefanos 
Sitsipas. Sitsipas. Yes, I do like Sitsipas. Women's side, 25 seed, American Madison Keys oh. just lost the first set to 16-year-old Russian Mira Andreeva. So she's going to have to uh, you know, do a little comeback. And then uh, world number four American, Jesse Pagula. She's the other American woman still in. She plays uh, tomorrow. Uh, we've got some other stuff, but we're running out of time here, so I will just leave you at this. Greg Popovich over the weekend, new contract to be the Spurs head coach, five years worth more than $80 million. So how about that? Congratulations. 16, that's more than $16 million a year. I was just going to do the math. 15 or yeah, You don't 16. have to. I, Mara, you know, Mraz can't do any math. But. 16 million bucks a year. Now, of course, Pop is one of the best coaches ever. But, boy, that's a lot of cash. He's making more than oh, 40% of the league. <laughs> I think so. Half the league? Now, this, this the contract. Players, they're making more than players in half the league. Yeah, this contract is definitely about the bridge of Wembenyama until the next guy for Wembenyama's prime prime. Because Wembenyama is 19 years old, I think. Yeah. This basically takes Wemby through 23, 24 years old, and then the next guy will come in. So you can understand from a Spurs standpoint wanting pop there, but for the first couple of years, for stability purposes, tutelage, et cetera. But, boy, pop is walking his way out with just bags of cash. 80 Web million bucks. <laughs> Play that one more. <laughs> Web and Yama. Victor Webb and Yama. That's that, Eight, that, that 80 mil. Go. 80 mil. No, and and uh, just really quickly here before we before we had to break. Uh, speaking of when Benyama, much better performance from him uh, last night yeah. in the NBA Summer League. Twenty-seven points, twelve rebounds, three blocks, nine of fourteen from the field. So I think I, I think we can cool out yeah. with the uh, uh, bust after the I first was summer worried. league. Game. The people that were freaking out over one game in summer league can now relax a little bit. Okay, thank you, Pat. Sounds like you guys want to jump into the Dame Lillard situation, so let's do that at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, or on Twitter as well, DA on CBS, plus Momentous Monday straight ahead, the DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. Smiling like little Mo every morning, it's a Momentous Monday. Every day can be a better day despite the challenge. All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it. It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance. I just say whatever cause there is no way you're around it. <laughs> I just think people should know that if you stay positive, everything will be fine. You just eat, drink, and breathe positive thoughts. That's all you got to do, and everything will be good. I want to tell you about Charles Alley, because this is a young man that has been to the track and field game for a long time. And Ali, a couple of years ago, was diagnosed with prostate cancer, began receiving radiation therapy. It was detected early enough, and so he was able to return to running relatively soon. Stayed in competitive shape, never got too far outside of of himself, and competed in the Penn Games, okay, not long ago, back in April, and ran very well there. And so pretty pretty cool just to see a guy overcome that type of of adversity at the pen relot at the pen relays went sub 14 in the 100 meter dash of the pen relays 
Oh, and one other thing. He's 75 years old. Charles Alley was born in 1947. The guy's been a track runner for a long, long time, his entire life. And he continues to keep himself in the ultimate runner's shape. And so not only is it crazy that at 75 years old, he's running the 100. Not only is it crazy he's doing sub 14 in the 100-meter dash at 75 years old. But two years ago, had prostate cancer and overcame it. This guy is outrageous. You know that I love stories of longevity. I love the human spirit just doing great things at older ages because people are told, oh, you get to a certain age and your life is over. You can't do this. You can't do that. And the people that don't think like that and just keep doing the things they love are inspirations to so many. So Charles Alley, 75 years old, 10 relays two months ago, runs a sub-14 100-meter dash, is my hero and an amazing dude. I love that story. Totally a momentous Monday moment. We'll get to your phone calls and thoughts on this Dame Lillard situation. He still has no home yet, and I thought some of the coverage of this has been absolutely ridiculous. Also, I want to discuss the Pat Fitzgerald Northwestern situation as well. Coming up next, DA, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 